Mm. We ain't got nothing if it if we don't if it don't play. Trips that you plan for the next whole week. Bands too long for a nigga so cheap and your flex so. You got it, girl. You got it, girl. Sex so deep. You got it, girl. You got it. Pretty little thing, you got a bag and now you violent. You just took it off the line, no mileage. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of MTMJ Podcast with the wife. Hey, you got it, girl. You be staying low, but you know what the fight is. Ain't never got you know what being hot is. Popping, shipping only because you know you popping. Yeah, you got it, girl. You got it. All right, baby. How was your week, though? You 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 had a good week. Things things are looking up for you, right? Yeah, things are looking up for you. You don't know how to trust your husband when he say things won't get better. You got to find out on your own. It definitely will. It's gonna be a funny week, if not next week, the following week. Um, so my job. Mm-hmm. Tell um, them, babe. <laughs> trying to get away from me. She gets some more stability. You know, she got two sisters still, but I don't. Um, and then my man just told me about another one. So she was like, a position opened up and you're applying for it. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, a manager's position opened up and you're taking it. Already called the regional and let her know. No, babe. Um, okay. So, like 45 minutes later, I get a call from my regional manager. And he's like, did your manager tell you about the position that's opening? Send me your resume because I already told her you taking a position. Huh? Okay. He decided, let me give you some inside information about the regional manager. And let me know by Monday, because this was Friday. Let me know by Monday if you're fine. Cool with it. Either way, next Wednesday, you'll be going down to work. What? Like, y'all don't fast-track the whole situation like I told y'all I was leaving. And my manager's like, you're not leaving me. But I can respect any manager that knows that growth is available to a staff member. And even though they're short staff and don't have reliable staff, that they're still willing to give that op- staff person an opportunity. Because she couldn't have, couldn't have told me about it, even though I would have saw it eventually once it posted. But to tell me about it before it posted and tell me that it's my position and things like that, you can only respect a manager that gives you your props, your regional manager, you know, anybody that gives you your props show you your worth, not like you're sitting around waiting on that, but it speaks volumes of her as a manager, like she's not there to hold nobody back if she know they have the potential to do better in the company, so I started Wednesday mm-hmm. at the new location but it hasn't been announced that I'm the manager for that location so I was just there filling in because they're short staff at that location because as I was talking to the regional manager during my interview, I, she talked to me. She called and fired him. Um, so, wow. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, so, they were without a manager. So, they had his slot of shift was open. So, I went Wednesday, met a staff person, had some conversations. I'm just filling in. Getting a fill of the area. And he did a lot of red flags. But I ain't saying nothing. It's like, oh, y'all can, you know, be on your phone in front of them and stuff. He was like, we're not supposed to. I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, well, you know, with the downtown we have, I make calls and appointments and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. 
headphones and an earth. Okay. Walking around, I'm looking to see how the earth, how the center is and stuff. Cool. Things they do, not too keen with. Older lady relieved me. I moved. We have a sneeze and cough guard because COVID is still out. And it sits in front of the computer. So when we talk to the candidates, that's in between us. If they wear a mask or they don't wear a mask, we're still, you know, protected. So I put it in front of the computer. I rearranged some things that make it make sense. So when she came, say this is the computer. The guard is here. When I came in, the guard was here. There's nobody right here. Why is it here? So she was like, oh, you moved that. Oh, where is this? Where is that? And I was telling her where it is. She was like, well, I'm going to move it back because this is how we do things here. And I was like, oh, no problem. You can do what you need to do. So I did it. Worked yesterday. Worked with another staff person. It was cool. I spent two hours shredding old information. I done cleaned out the supply closet. I done did inventory. I done did a new schedule. I done signed up to go to another location to help another manager out. And it was interesting. He had some conversations and insights. But the person I worked with yesterday, he kind of was like, oh, so you're replacing the manager, right? What made you say that? He was like, oh, no, I see you on the schedule a lot. And that normally would probably be, like, his shift. So I was like, I'm just here filling up. And he was like, okay. He had some red flags, too. But it wasn't as bad as the guy the day before. So. All in all, she's happy about her new job. Her new job. She's enjoying it. Jesus Christ. You ain't have to give us a rundown. I'm just telling. Cool. Jesus. Because you broke down all the employees. You, how you need to shred everything up. I'm like, wrap this up. Wrap this up. Crickets. Look, Bring it back. Bring it back. Jesus Christ. I had something queued up to play. Now we're running out of time. You just sit there spent seven minutes talking about talking about your little raggly staff. A celebrity do not mean integrity, you fool. I'm a good man. Shake your hand. Firm grip rule. 72 wins. Lost 10. Balling with Welcome to another episode of MTMG Park with the wife. Hey. Uh-uh. Uh, you gotta get it back. Jesus Christ. Hey. 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 Bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm fasting. Bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm fasting. Alright. Alright. You know. He said my story was too long. Story. It's gonna be the face drop when it's announced. Oh yeah. I know it will be. <laughs> Especially based off of the way like the first person you know that's gonna be combative is the old lady. <laughs> you know, this is how I like to do things. Well no ma'am, this is how things are supposed to be done. It ain't about what you like. It's about doing things and doing things efficiently. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, first day it was McDonald's, now it's the movie theater. So it's moving across the street like everything else, or no? No, it's moving <laughs> up. Dang. Regal ain't got the money. Ain't nobody going to the movies. Well, they're slowly going back. They're slowly. What, what just happened? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. that out the way. Maybe that was holding it up. Mm. Probably. You felt disrespected. (laughs) (laughs) You felt real disrespected. It's like, if you're not going to use me, you're not going to use nothing. It's okay. That's what what the little Mike said. So, so Cineworld told the court on Tuesday that it planned to reject the leases for more, for something 39 locations will help it saved $22 million a year and that it is still working with landlords to preserve other theaters. So they don't have the money. They filed for bankruptcy, which I knew they did. At the time, 
you know, they really didn't tell anybody. So it says, Center World filed for bankruptcy at the time when the large theater industry is struggling to fully rebound from the pandemic, which everybody is, and we know they are. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, right? They they gave a list of all the theaters that they're going to reject the lease for. And one of those theaters just so happened to be Gallery, gallery Place. place. <laughs> <laughs> Look, plain as day. Gallery Dang. Place. So I do security at that Regal, and I know... I know how crazy things can get. So imagine when the hood rats come to try to sneak into the theater and see that no, no longer a theater is there. <laughs> you can sleep because they also say they're going to close the theater, but they're abandoning everything that's in the theater. They don't give a shit about none of that stuff. They're leaving it there. Oh, this will be parties. No, nah, that just means someone probably with more money, if they see it as a cash, a cash, uh, you know, a place they can come and really make some money, they're gonna keep it open. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna take over. They're it's gonna, gonna turn over. into a party. Yeah. You got a concession stand and stuff. It's it's gonna turn into like private suite type mm-hmm. vibes, like silent party movies. You know, different things they can somebody and do stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Putting putting thoughts and stuff out there. Yeah. Turn into a strip club. No, I'm just saying, I'm giving people ideas. Wait, wait a minute. Don't you do none of that without calling me. What's this up? So, (laughs) last night, me and my wife is laying in bed, right? And, um, I first, I first saw this, and in my mind, I had to watch it several times to see if I was watching what was actually going on. Yeah, you didn't need several times to see that stupidity. So, after digesting it for a few hours, <clears throat> I came to the conclusion... How was that going down? That it, Yeah. Because one week, a week ago, they had at least 10 to 12 U.S. Marshals in that courtroom with this guy. Now, all of a sudden... Trial starts, and he his co a co defendant is just allowed to just walk randomly up to him and just pass something to him. Man, that that crap remind me of a scene out of Power. <laughs> I need somebody to help me make this make sense. How does he get an opportunity to just walk up to Young Thug, hand Young Thug something, and then just stand there? That ain't the way he came into that courtroom. Why is he not going back towards his seat? Make make that make sense. Right? So let's stop right here. Right? During the search of a defendant Adams, the sheriff recovered defendant Adams Percocet, marijuana, tobacco, and other contraband wrapped in plastic and food seasoning to mask the odor of marijuana. First of all, YSL stands for you stupid losers. <laughs> That's stupid. I would, I would then want to go and do research to see what level of education that young thug actually has. He's entirely too rich. I can't now say he's too intelligent because that's not that wasn't smart. And now then I question the people that's supposed to be in charge of doing their job in the courtroom. I mean, that's what you got to get to. That's that's the big part. But you can't technically be like you question Young Thug because his man came and dapped him up. Now, how, did he know that's what he was going to do? That's one his thing. His man didn't dap him up. His man handed him something. He it, did just like this. Let's rewind. He did. Rewind it. I got to rewind He did just like this. Running back, running back, running back, running back. Oh, okay. I guess you're right. It's it was more like this type thing. It wasn't like okay, hey, let me give you that. <laughs> See, he ain't dapping him up. He the way his hand went. His no no no. He did it. His hand was cuffed. He did it just like this with him. 
as he got it. But my whole thing is, it's not like he just dropped it in his hand. But did out of the thirty or forty people in there, did they not think that he wasn't gonna see that? But my whole thing is, is Young I, Thug I knew that that was possibly gonna happen. I'm quite sure he'd be like, "Nah, we're not I, gonna do that." I, I but he handed it right over because, if anything, he could have just dropped it. He put his hand down. I feel so confused. <laughs> That's all I can say. I feel so confused. But I can't. I can't imagine someone. Being I guess he feel like. I'm gonna be in here. I ain't going nowhere. Pop a perk just to get excited. <laughs> that, but that he can't feel that way. If he was supposed to be out, outstanding citizen, like all all the people who um, testified for him said he is, he couldn't feel the fact that he was gonna be locked in jail for the rest of his life. Man, that ain't gonna hold. Cause he can't say, speak for the other guy or whatever. That that's that that's that's some. Mm. But the people that's securing that trial, we got questions. Yeah, <laughs> you know the real. We got people, questions. Because you need to, you really need to understand why. And why, somebody how. knows that the front was broke. Cause yeah. if you know this man coming in smelling like Lowry seasoning and Italian. Like, come on now. Just get yeah, whatever. We'll hit that. The court dropped the ball. <laughs> they dropped the ball. Yeah. Man. Who, who, who in the world wants to sign up for getting slapped? Oh, my goodness. I sat here before you, you know, came back home from dropping. I sent you that. No, I, I, but I, I also, I watched it. Oh, I man. watched it. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't explain that. I only had my phone because I just had one where a chick slapped the girl and she yeah, fell into I, I, a, I, I, a whole I, somersault. Yeah, I can't. I can't explain. Like I can't, the blood, I, the sweat. It just—it's more than just the blood and the sweat. My man, the swelling. Yeah, the swelling. I—I I, want to know what's in his jaw. It's like, swollen. They got cotton. They got packed their face. Okay, so like the mouth guard, you know, football players with my, they gotta put stuff in there because you know they could potentially break your jaw. My, my question is, who determines who determines the rules of this? Because to be honest with you, I'm slapping someone if we go on multiple rounds. See, my thing is, if you ain't taking that slap full on, how are you the winner? Like, see, for instance, watch when. Swollen jaw face slaps him and how he takes it. See, he sh- that should be round one to him. He laughed it off and thumbs downed it. But look at the man in the back. Oh, you see his face? Oh God, you see the face? You see the face? No, 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 no. Look, no. <laughs> this is the look, look, look. His face. Oh, he got to move his face up. He's saying he's cheating because he can't get his full palm look, to his look face. At him. He got that man because he's short. He got yeah, that he man can't sweating. get. Yeah, that's what his thing is. His arm too short. Look, look, look at him. Yeah, he got him back a little bit. He can't fit. He but can't. My thing is, if you watch him, watch this. Watch because his reach is long. His whole hand goes to his ear. It's see, see, my thing is, he he moved, so that takes a little of the impact off the smack. So, so my <laughs> thing is, at what point do you disqualify smacking in the face? He can't. He can't ever get a full smack. And right like he now, wants y'all, to. we are we are talking about um, what is this? The Smack Championship. This is the slap. They call it the RXF slap fighting. My man right, so looks like thing, the only thing they're doing is slapping each other back and forth. And I guess until you you're on slapping, the left side, though. You're, you're slapping. You're slapping one another into submission. But see what I'm saying? Like, oh, he knocked the cotton ball out for him. Okay. But my thing he is, to get his who, what did t- the only thing I saw by the end of the video, right, is that the bigger dude lost. He quit. He started crying. But see, my thing is, I started also noticing that my man wasn't open hand smacking him. He was like curving his stuff a little bit, so much to the point it affected dude's eye. The bigger see, guy. 
But see, that's what I'm saying. The bigger guy ain't budging. Because he can't. The other dude you think reach it's based too off short. Of size? Okay. Yeah, his reach. He, he only do it like this. He can't get look, a full look, hand. See, if my thing, you slap somebody and they holding on to that table. And that table move, that is one, one round for the person that slapped the shit out of you. See, look. You can still see the palm of his hand. This is nowhere near. That's why his hand keeps flying past his face. See? Oh, he can't God. get a full. Look, see? Like... You got oh, here, big baby. No, mama mia. That, that's because it looked like I swear. But look, look at listen, man. The the champion of this whole little situation it's is fudged. the black guy. The black guy is just sitting there with all the facial expressions. Look, he that's his belt. I guess whoever wins gets that belt. Oh, I thought he was a slap. One of the slap. What are My they question called? To you, could you slappers? Huh? <laughs> like what are they called? Yeah, look, but look at the dude in the back. Look at the dude in the back. Don't he look like Doctor Strange? Some evil, <laughs> some evil looking dude. Like, and this he, is six minutes. He looks like This is what he looks like. This is some white people ish. Look at my man's face now. Look, look, look at that bloody. Oh, God. It's all blood. His face is now. But look at the black dude. Look at the black dude. Watch the black dude. Look, look. This time he closed his eyes. Look at him. Oh, my mm. God. He can cuss. Mm. 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 That cotton ball ain't all the way up there. Oh, big. no. That's a putt. They got mouth guards in. I thought they packed. Dang. No, his face is swollen, boo. And. Like what? When when do they call a fight or the slap? When somebody fall out, you quit. gotta die Girl. in the ring, man. Or in the on. But you know what's so crazy? I was supposed to send it to this, you. This is the type of stuff that only white people will go and pay attention to. We black people don't aren't black people. You ain't got your phone in? No, that's what black, I'm saying. Black people my phone. aren't entertained by this type of stuff. But we're gonna take a short break. All right, we recording. All right, what would what what would what would our relationship be like, babe? If we didn't have date nights or time to ourselves. I think we we our relationship because we had always had date nights. No, nah, but we've always had date nights, babe. We've always at one point went to a comedy show. That's always been the norm. But I'm saying, if you eliminate doing that all together, what do you think our relationship will be like? I only I ask. I don't think it'll be a relationship for real. Exactly. I only ask because I'm 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 closing down the restaurant the other day, and um. I said, "What restaurant you get? What did you? What the school was? You closing what?" One of the guests school? was talking to one of the bartenders about what her and her husband does. Um, outside of just working and, you know, dealing with their kids. And she was like, we don't do nothing. Because when I, when I'm at work, he's home with the kids. And when I come home, he goes to work or whatever he does. And it was like, um, do you ever take time for you? Do y'all ever take time for yourself? It was like, once, once the kids go to sleep, um, yeah, we got a basement. And we, we go in the basement. Yeah, I saw that. But you see how she trying to get up and she get the... What? That's like someone that get concussed <laughs> <laughs> on the football field. That's how they be. And she was like, they got a basement. And um, once the kids go to sleep, every now and then they go in the basement. And I mean, I get that. You know, I, 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 I get not having a sitter and... Um, not having an opportunity to kind of like um, do things for yourself, but that's why you have to have a strong village. You know, from last episode, grow bigger balls. We talked about. <laughs> I mean, we invited our village on, and and these folks have really uh, helped us out. Mind you, the folks in our village. Aren't our family? Yeah, and that's the you know that's the crazy part about it. They're friends, yeah. which of course became family, but they're not like biological Blood. family. Yeah. That we'd be like, hey mom, hey auntie, hey you know the kid. No, we don't have that. You know how some people have that grandma bring the kids over. Yeah, yeah. we don't have that. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah. And it makes it even harder when your friends are your village because when y'all want to do something all together, it's like, what do we do with the kids? Yeah. You got to also, <laughs> then you got to think about doing things that incorporate the kids. That way you can still um, have that opportunity to kind of, you know, the kids are together and then while the kids are doing their thing, you can kind of have, you know, put your head down and kind of enjoy the company of your friends. Yeah, until your kids get of age. So they can be deuces. You know, we'll be back. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we do that with our kids now to a degree, but I also understand that we can't leave our five-year-old with our nah. 11-year-old for nah. more than like two or three hours. We can't be like, deuces, we're gone for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Nah. And, and That's what I'm saying. Like when they get to the age where you can be like, deuces, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Wing, nah. But... But we had to make that a priority, though, you know, more so, more so me. I had to, like, come to the conclusion that it's important for us to get out once a week and not worry about, okay, whatever money we're going to spend and just enjoy each other's company. Because as parents, um, our kids are our number one responsibility. Um, everything we do. Yeah, when he decided to be shooting up the club and stuff. Being all irresponsible. Speaking, speaking of shooting up the club, <laughs> you know, this is this is gonna go along with our last topic: grow bigger boss. <laughs> I'm having a, my 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 coworker's not gonna listen to this podcast. So <laughs> while he's telling me this story, I'm thinking about my own manhood. Right. Okay. I don't know how I would feel as a man. A strong man, one of those men that don't like to cry around people or show my emotions around people. I don't know how I would feel knowing that my wife didn't get pregnant by me inserting my penis in her. Okay. Maybe, maybe if, 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 maybe, okay, if it wasn't after the first child, maybe I, I know I still can't understand it. I do understand those situations where naturally women can't, the person can't get pregnant. I know there's, there's, there's a reality of that. Okay. I just don't feel comfortable with telling people that that's how it happened. What's how it happened? How I was able to conceive my child through, uh, um, IVF. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not going around if it happened and it had to happen. I don't know. I don't know how confident I am as a man to just come out and say, man, yeah, man, we having a conversation about that child and I'm just telling them, I'm like, bro, you're going to have to figure things out. Cause I'm like, when we were going through that first year, it was tough. I was working a lot and I had to find a pattern when, you know, I had to make it work whether I was going to play the game. And she wanted to be up at late times of the night. She'll be just sitting on my lap. I said, the one thing I fell in love with me personally was that little round pink thing, right? That that the baby sits on and they can't move nowhere. They just locked in. You can do everything from that pink thing. Feed the baby. You, you can turn it a certain way and he or her can be landing and still feeding. But then. The it, bobby? Yeah. But then. It led to him telling me something I didn't ask him to tell me was that his baby was conceived through IBF or IVF or whatever okay, it is. But there's nothing. And I didn't tell him. I didn't ask him. But see, the thing about that is there's nothing wrong. And there's nothing a man wrong with should it. not feel any type of way about it because it doesn't have anything to do with you. I it's understand that. Her. But my question is. So okay, that just means that they wanted a child that bad. That they went through the process to try to conceive. That means that she has a possibility that she can have kids if she has a possibility that she can't. The part is she can't naturally just ride it and get a child. That's probably where his issue was. What is wrong with me? But it's not him. It's her. So, and, and that can play a big part in post, um, she probably going through postpartum and a whole lot of stuff right now. Cause she probably feel less of the woman. Like I had to spend thousands of dollars 
I basically had to buy my kid. That's what it kind of seemed like. I and basically had to I'm... buy to have a child. And now, possibly, what I went through to have this child might push him away. That's what I'm... That's see, You see why? You see why I added my wife to the podcast? She brings in the more s- sensitive, uh, positive part of this situation. And I bring in the... I'm, I'm the other on the other side. Boy, I... I, I so it's nothing wrong with it's that. Not, I, and look, I want you to understand this. And it right? doesn't make him less of a man. If anything, it makes him a bigger man than how you are thinking and what you are Ooh. right about now because he Ooh. had to take the time out to go through it with her. Ooh. Mind you, when you go through IVS, that's injections. She's shooting herself in her stomach to be able to curry a seed. Like, come on now, all he had to do was nut in a cup. That ain't nothing. What if it wasn't his nut? Get these out of here. Bye. For pod, for podcasting purposes, we're going to talk. We're gonna, that we're gonna is a problem. Wait a minute. I'm going through IVS, IVF. I'm this pressed to have a child spend this much money, and your semen, your soldiers what, ain't marching either? What, oh, no. We don't need a kid. That's crazy. Oh, Neither okay. of you. There we go. I'm Neither glad, of you. I'm glad we were able can to. Can participate. You see. As much money you going to spend for IVF to carry somebody else's. I, I am so see, glad I just was able to, to be welcome, pregnant. Welcome Man, to my side of the if podcast. If you don't go online, what's the adoption thing? Get stuff together. Fill out papers. And live your life until they drop that kid off to that's, you. That's exactly what I was waiting for you to get oh, to. Oh no! Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, no. It took it took a while, but we got you there. Oh no! Oh yeah, we got you there. Uh-oh. Yeah, we did. We we got you there, Sonya. It nah. took it took you a while to get nah. over to my side of the podcast. You want the baby to look like the mother, but it ain't gonna look like the daddy. And neither of us could do this. Oh. Yeah. Hell no to the no 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 hell to the no. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Now that changed your opinion on the matter, huh? Uh uh-uh. uh. You ain't going for that, huh? Nah. If that's the case, nah. <laughs> we gonna have to find a partner that somebody's shop is open. <laughs> Look, babe, I love you, but you can't give me a kid. I can't give you a kid. You both gotta pay to get a kid. Yeah, we need to go. Find but do a you wanna <laughs> do you want a kid bad enough that you're gonna pay for a kid? When you do IVF, you're paying. No, I'm saying as far as the adoption process, because now that's where we're at. Because you can you can. You're basically saying you can stick that needle in your stomach all you want to. It don't guarantee you're going to be able to yeah, have a baby. that's what I'm saying. So the money going to keep going until it works. Mm-hmm. And the way he said it, the amount of money he spent doing it one way, they should have did it this way. But the, I'm telling you. So do they have a kid? Yeah, they have a kid. Congratulations. He took, he took maternity leave. For Congratulations. But no, my question, my question was. Something worked. I had a question after he told me that, though. <laughs> so they conceived the child via IVF. Yeah. Okay. That explains. What, not with his nut. Is that what you're saying? That's what I wanted to know. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Listen. I couldn't. Um. Even though he was just so for, forthcoming about the whole process of this situation, I couldn't um muster up the carriage. To ask him, um, so why did y'all go this route? Because they really wanted a baby, I guess. You know. I mean, he, in so many words, said she really wanted a baby. Oh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Dang. That's what led me to believe in that there is a possibility that his soldiers wasn't marching, marching, marching. No, his... no, no, no. She had to do IVF. When you do IVF, that it's the soldier? woman. 
It's not the man. It's the woman. But see, you don't know. I don't know this because I didn't ask the right questions. But I'm just telling you. That's what it is. It's the woman. The reproduction of the woman. It is not the man. Either she has her egg count is low. She barely got any eggs, which just means her egg count is low. Um, but it's, it's just different ways. That's just like us. Okay. Oh, six. I got pregnant. I don't care anything, then, anything after 06, anything after 06, it doesn't matter. And I'm specifically saying this to say, even because there were a lot of things that went on after 06. I'm, you, I'm saying what happened? You 06. went to two to three different methods to keep you from having a baby. You did the, the little, the future or whatever that thing is, they stick in there and they implant it and that messed everything up. So that set everything back. And we were also aware by the doctor saying that it could take a while for you to be able but to no, we, reproduce. But no, I'm saying, 06, I was told I would never be able to have kids because of what I had I didn't to know that. Through. Yeah, that's what I was told. I don't okay. like having this cool. conversation over the part. I ain't know they told you that. For real? All right. <laughs> All right. So, 06, you were told. Because now you're you about to make baby. me get emotional and I'm trying to be serious. Okay. Huh. Okay. Told I'd never be able to have kids. So I ain't think nothing of it. Okay, cool. Whatever. Going by my life. So yeah. Pretty regular period menses irregularities. I went on birth control. To regulate my period. So then I did do different things. Different methods. Got off birth control. Wasn't using nothing. Six years later, my son's here. Here it is. Six years later, our daughter is here. We going to hell. Six, six, six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. You ain't going to hell. You going to hell. This like a six year pattern. Like every six years, here's a kid. Oh, uh-uh. Nope. Especially not after this last one. So, what do I do? I go to get a bilateral tube ligation. Because, guess what? He still want to go have kids. Because he volunteered to get snipped. And he still ain't thinking about being snipped. Oh, so he gonna ignore me. <laughs> so, I decided I was done having kids. I ain't having no more kids. I don't want no more kids. So, if anything was to happen, our relationship don't work, whatever, whoever I get with, just know I come with two kids. That's it. We ain't gonna never have none. Won't have none. Ain't gonna have none. But, Mr. Johnson... Why are you laughing? Cause <laughs> come on with the toxic. Let's go. <laughs> Why didn't you volunteer to get snipped? After all I went through with having them daggone kids, you might as well have thought I went through IVF or something in the hospital for days. Got people's shoulders up in me. Yeah, but I went through that process too. No, you was there. You ain't physically had nothing done to you. I physically did. I was physically traumatized by the things that I was seeing being done to my wife. So that means I was That's a part emotional. of this situation too. You know, and I didn't want you to have to go through that. Who but, wants to go through, like, who wants to go through 72 hours of labor? Both kids. That's a lot to have to go through. I didn't want to put her through that. You, but you the one shot up the club. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put her through that, man. And I also didn't want to put through put myself through someone uh, in and out going, going to get going, a little going, snip. It's not. A <laughs> and I had to be put it under. Hurts, it hurts my stomach. Couldn't right hold now. my child for a week. I had to be put under too. I would have had to be put under too because they wasn't about to do that with me not being put under. They don't put you under to do a I, vasectomy? 
Man, listen it's to me. It's done in the office. Not... Give you a twilight. <sighs> send you on your merry little way. No. Touch your ball, jig your ball, snip. That, you make that seem, you make that seem so much, so easy. You want I'm me a, to go? I'm gonna give you one you, when I'm down there. I'm just go. You want me to go get a vasectomy? That's not what you want. That's that's up to you. I just know if I'm, I ever I'm, make it to the streets, I can't have no kids. So if you see any looking like <laughs> him, y'all better let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey right, man, look, we've been talking about um, we've been talking about gun violence for a while, right, bro? I don't want to talk about that. I'm over it. I'm That's over what I'm it. Saying. It is it is beyond ridiculous, out of control. Like this. So what you think about? I don't understand why they even have people go through the time to get permits to carry and do stuff when they still won't reprimand you just like the mofo that ain't got a permit that's just able to willy-nilly do what they want go about the these kids that's the biggest thing why do these kids have so much access to firearms what, what do you think about the child that got that killed by um an arm i mean a gunman that had a uh, um a permit to carry a weapon, but he was breaking in a car that had nothing to do with the the. Um, you the talking about the government it. worker that shot the thirteen year old? Yeah. The government worker that they're not trying to release. That's a fed. Okay. That's your opinion. You think it's yeah? Okay? That's my opinion because I guarantee you, if he was a DPW or something like that, they'd have gave that man information out. They gave this information out. The backstory is my synopsis of the backstory is he hears a breaking. Oh, what's going on out there? These kids out here oh, breaking into my car again. All right, let me call my partner. A. Hey, they out here breaking their cars. I'm about to go out here and see what's going on. I bet he ain't call nine one one, but he calls somebody that works as a first responder. Guarantee you, he ain't just get out his bed, go with his gun, and go outside. No, that's what they hold now, and that's why he ain't in jail, and that's why they ain't releasing his information. They released that little boy information, and he's a minor. They was quick to put that out there. Yeah, his little ass should have been in bed, but still, and that's that's they was quick to put his information out there, and then everybody's like, all these white people. No, he was black. This Negro took it upon himself to be top flight neighborhood watch instead of not saying mind your business, but in blade terms, mind your business. You knew who car was, you know your neighbors. Hey, they breaking in your car. Better yet, let me call 911. Hey, it's a break in. Okay, go outside. Hey, what you doing? Nine times out of ten, they probably ran. Yeah, it may be illegal to shoot off. Uh, a warning shot but I'd rather did that and took a, a fine for a warning shot than to blatantly shoot him and know, kill him. You could have shot him in the I, I don't believe there's a fine for, sh- for using, for shooting off a warning shot. It's illegal to shoot off a warning shot. I don't, I don't believe it is though. Pull it up. Yeah, I don't... So, my biggest issue is, what were you thinking? I also he wasn't. so they don't start, they don't start holding like little town hall meetings, right? Centered around trying to figure out what the juveniles in the community need to help them combat mental health. It's and I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, right. My wife had the opportunity to be raised by people who loved them, loved her. And they took, you know, whether she was for the streets or not, they cared enough, though, to make sure she had what she needed to make sure she was able to. I was to, just rebellious. Yeah, but she wasn't, she wasn't, re- being rebellious and being reckless are two different things, right? I also, now, fast forward to my upbringing. Yeah, I was raised by my grandmother, 
I was raised in a a, a very um what is it? You you are forced to kind of like figure it out, right? But I didn't allow the streets to dictate my life. I also don't feel like I was going through so much that mental health was like something I was going through. I don't but know. But during that time, mental health wasn't a thing. Yeah. It, it was like a stigma. If it was mental health, you was a retard. I, don't, I, I just That's don't feel true. like... That's I don't, not true. What I can't understand I'm glad they is... they got rid of that daggone word. What, what happened over the last 18 years? What... what, what the knuckleheads that we grew up with that was in the streets then produced kids and never got their self together. So how... There is no handbook on parenting. There is no handbook on what you should and shouldn't do for a child or can and can't do for a child. But the government dictates you disciplining your child, but they rarely put enough stuff in place to provide and help. Who don't have the opportunity to get the love that, let's say, my children are getting. Them kids. It's 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 different, man. You know, I see it. I I see it even in my own job profession, on the daily. How angry these kids are, you know. I mean, they are angry. Like whatever happened to I? Ain't, that's what I was saying when I was talking to my friend. Whatever happened to the big brother, big sister stuff? City. What happened I to ain't those big brother, big sister programs? Jackets and Tims and a wow. You talking about the the, that was the, the city angels? What a, no, the city of the people, the young oh. people that wore the red jackets and the khakis and we, the Tims. They need to bring back uniform. the funding for for mentor mentorship, man. I don't even so, think you so, should have to bring back funding for it. I think some people should just get together and help these kids. Yeah, but if that you takes really finances, feel that boo. strong, it takes finances. It does not take that much. You have to, to have sac- a location for these kids. To be able to to be able to help them when you can't go to, um, you it's it takes funding. They like like I heard the chief say it starts at home. A lot of these kids that are committing these crimes and are are becoming street criminals don't have a home to call home. That and is even true. if they do, they 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 rebellious and they reckless. That is true. So they don't even want to listen to their parents. But it's still you have. And then all their parents are giving up places. on places. You got Starbucks, McDonald's. You can meet up. You and some fellas get some stuff. Come up with something while people are reaching out. GoFundMe. You know, for little things. It's, if that's really what you want to do, if you want to help the community, you can help the it's, community. It's also difficult when your father or your mother is thirteen, fourteen years older than you are. You too, and your your mom and your dad is. 15, 16. They didn't went through the, they don't, they don't know what it takes to be a parent. Nobody does once you have a child. It's for you to figure it out. I know people who were 14, 15 pregnant. I know people when I graduated who had a child on their hip, not walking across the stage with the child, occurring it. Literally, the child is full blown on their hip. It can happen. You just have to put yourself in a situation is this is what I'm going to do. I signed up for this. I decided to not abort this child. I decided to not give this child up. So me and this child going to figure it out. Not to say that it's okay for teen pregnancies, but it happens. It happens. That's just realistic. Kids are going to be kids and they're going to do what they want to do. It is for you as their parent to support them the best way you see fit to support them. Not to say that you have to raise your child and that child. Nobody's saying that. You have some people that say, look, I already raised you. Now you got to raise your child and you got to figure it out. Get that tough love. But you have people who, who literally like, yeah, you got to do that on your own. And that sometimes can be a problem because you know that child can't do it on their own. You know that. Like, nobody say that you have to hold their hand, but you have to, you know, realize the world that we in right now, if my kid was to come to me at 13, 14 and be like, I'm pregnant, 
<laughs> the f what we doing? What's going on? What's the plan? What we gotta do? But I'm not gonna put my child out. And I'm not gonna see my child or grandchild without. But what I'm gonna do is to make sure that you do what's needed to provide to make sure that this child has a better life than what a lot of people out here have. And that's the thing, the stigma. Kids gonna have sex, they gonna explore. Ain't no way of stopping. Don't have sex till you marry. Get out of here. I need to try that D before I marry it. The heck? It's enough. Yeah, so that, There's no handbook. That, that comes back to like your village, man. People, you just gotta gotta have a strong village. So, like my wife said, age age really don't matter. Like you just gotta have a good support system. You gotta be able to figure it out. Cause, I mean, this world is cruel, man. And and and, and, and you, kids are only expensive if you make them expensive. Exactly. If, if you, you want them to have certain stuff. Then that's on you. Yeah, you know, they don't have to. Literally. Stuff. Literally. My son and daughter are night and day. My son, I can get him toys, you know, stuff like that. He'd be like excited. Yeah, cool. Like that. Whatever. My daughter, get my son clothes. He'd be like, uh, okay. Get my daughter clothes. She like, yeah. I literally gave her coal for Christmas. It's okay. I gave her charcoal. It's okay. This girl was sitting here. Some, some. I'm playing with the rock mommy gave me. She's excited. Shaving daggone cold. Like, kids don't want much. They want love. That's what they do want. They do want to be loved. And they want to feel safe. And if they can't feel safe with their parents, they like, why not? I can go in the streets and do whatever. They don't care. He don't care. She don't care. And that's when it comes down to, you know the single parent households and the multi-parent household. Neither are perfect. Neither are perfect. And neither means that because it's a multi-family household that they're doing better than a single family household. You spitting right now. So man. when it comes down to it, when it says it takes a village Back in the day, the village was everybody. It was your neighbor, the crossing guard. It was everybody. Now, the village is who you put in place, like the godparents and things like that, that if stuff happens to you, you know your kids are good. Your village is not your babysitter. Your yeah. village is your last resort. I got to do something, you know, whatever. Your village is not to be abused and used for your free time to do whatever. No, that's not what it is. That's yeah, not. You shouldn't be and every the, day the, the passing situation. your child off to someone and, you know, just so you can be out partying and having a good time. Yeah, nah, because you just, just remember these your kids, this, your child. Man, this, this so, is important, yeah, man. You you have to remember. And the village, if somebody else in your village have kids, it should be reciprocated. Yeah. It should be, if I your kid's coming over, cool, my kid's coming over, you know, whatever. You need something, whatever. Like, literally. I would have four godkids, four godchildren. Yeah. I would have. I stood in church for two. But we stay having a house full of kids. I stood in church for two. I was asked, didn't go to church for the ceremony or whatever, about two other kids. But I don't have had any contact, stuff like that or whatever, um, really with the kids. But one of the ones that I did stand in church with, I rarely see or talk to at all. But I do see the child. It's, it's like, not like we ain't, we ain't miss I no missed time. the beat or anything yeah, like that. Just go right which to the just shows that when I did have the child from an infant. That says exactly what she said about love. It's, it's showing, there. They gonna remember. We can go they years. Yeah, they remember but you that remember me. Over everything. And that's just like, okay, cool. And so when you're in a place to be able to do on your own and reach out, I'm there. And that's the same with me. You know, I when this house was full of kids, I like, I talk my trash and all that. And I'd be like, man, dang, we about to have a house full of kids. <laughs> but man, th these kids that being here, they love me. I mean, more, more than. I don't understand. More, Cause he more, going hiding. I go literally hide away. <laughs> my and man they come right into my hiding. Hide. You know, like for instance, my son's birthday, you know, they were all, I'm in here watching the game and I had a room full of kids. When they could have been, 
They could have been wherever they um wanted to be at. The kids just, I don't know what it is, but they gravitate to him. They gravitate. Yeah. They literally gravitate to him. But like I said. And I'd be trying to gravitate away. <laughs> Facts. But when it comes to the godparents, God do know that what you do for that child is what you do for that child. And what you signed up for, but you did not sign up to be, you know, taken advantage of. But my one, my godson, yeah, that's my kid. Um, It's, like, strange, though, but that's my kid. You can call me about anything, whatever. If I need to get him from school, do whatever, got him. You know, if he pick him up from school, you going home, nah, cool. You can stay, drop you off at school, you know, whatever. But my thing is, I never saw myself as a parent. I didn't. And to have the two that I have, whew. I think if I didn't have kids, I, I'd honestly be, because my mouth already off the hook. It's simmered down. Don't you think that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but if I ain't had no kids, baby, catch me on a flight all the time. I probably wouldn't even know him. I don't know about that. What you mean? Because I've been around too long. That don't mean nothing. You know me. I wouldn't be Miss Johnson. Yeah, you'd have been Miss Johnson. I don't want to hear that. You want rock, paper, scissors on it? Yeah, no, I'm not about to rock, paper, scissors, but I understand what it is. I keep telling you, man. Stop playing with me. I be having my days. No, I really felt like if I ever did get married. It wouldn't be me. It'd have been one of them dudes from Trinidad. Definitely wouldn't have been one of them. You tried it. Them jokers. Ah. Them going no way jokers. You tried it. Them going no way jokers. <laughs> you tried it. Some of them jokers is in the same position they was at 20 years but ago. But <laughs> he tried it. Nowhere. You tried. I saw if I got my if I got married, that I would marry into a family that we would get along, we'll blend, you know, because I'm family oriented. That is a big thing for me. Being together, celebrating holidays, birthdays, you know, we all come together. My side of the family is small. So it's literally five of us. It's my mother, my aunt, my little cousin, my sister, and me. That's it. I'm the only one with kids. That's it. So let me let me tell you why I love this lady. It gives that right. you know, I would love to if I would have Vision. The time we got right, being yeah. married can, into a can, family where we minutes. can go house hunting. You know, seven as far as house right. jumping, we going to cousin house, this house, that. I said in seven. I minutes. don't have that with him. <laughs> she ain't gonna let me talk. No matter how hard, I, even when I try to make him participate in stuff or whatever to be a little bit more family oriented about stuff, it takes some some pulling. I love him. But when it comes to the family oriented type stuff that I enjoy that makes me happy, it's like eh. That's not true. I, I disagree. What what eh. what, what family oriented stuff say, that's outside hey, of babe, the city? The best thing am I not excited to do was me forcing that he have a better relationship with his siblings that's in North Carolina versus the family that he has here, having a better relationship with them. That was the best thing that could have happened. Because when they come up, it's a great time. But the family that's here, yeah. Oh, see, if you that's what you're talking about. To be more family, family oriented. Family oriented with, with, with the family. Like that's but, what I'm saying. I see, that's the biggest one thing. thing. I, one thing I don't I, I don't feel like you should ever have to do is force anything. Right? Right. And I've seen I, I pay attention to patterns. And this is just the realest thing. Before I worked at Safeguard, I never talked to my cousin. Before I worked, I never did anything with him. And proving that is when I left Safeguard, I don't hear from him. Right? I don't... Like, it's some give and take with this being family or... No, but I say when I envision being married, I envision being married into a family A a co-family. that's what you meant, like a blended family. Yeah, like, like everybody we were doing can get things, things that she would love to do. Have dinner at we my house, come up. and then yeah. we have dinner at your house. No, it's because folks have ego. Like, like folks make up in their mind how they believe things are supposed to be. I had someone tell me, um, 
just because like I gotta pay this bill, I gotta pay that bill, I gotta pay that bill. I'm not supposed to celebrate life. I'm just supposed to be miserable, right? And I respect this person still, even though they said that. But in my mind, that just don't make sense. You know why? Because I grew up for 16, 15 years where I wasn't going nowhere. And I was watching two people argue all the time. They wasn't doing anything. I had to get out and hustle for myself. I had to make it happen for myself. And I sat there and I watched those two people argue all the single time about just a little thing. It even got to the point that their arguments led to who was going to die first and how I was going to put them in the grave. You feel me? And I, and that is one of the examples that, that taught me that I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way in my family. That that that's 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 miserable, man. That's being that's that's a miserable relationship. I wouldn't want to be in that type of relationship, right? Also, look at other people, right? I started wanting to do these things where I'm making sure I'm checking on everybody consistently, right? Making sure everybody's good because, man, we live in a world now where I can talk to you on Monday and you be dead by Friday, or I can talk to you on Monday and you be dead by Monday night. Yeah. So I want to make sure, and even in my own my own life, like. You know, I sit back and I think about, like, what can I do better? Okay, how can I make sure that, um, yeah, while I'm providing for my family now, if I was to die today and tomorrow, they're going to be okay. You know, it's always about evolving. So I don't ever want you to think, I don't want no one to think that I'm not I'm not family-oriented. <laughs> but I, I just think, you know, sometimes we live in a world where, like, everybody has an expectation that, uh is like if they don't reach out to me then there's nothing right so like for me i'm gonna still reach out to you even if you don't reach out to me it might not be every day it might not be consistent but i'm also gonna understand i i read i read i read behaviors right and that's just that's how i've always been that's my job i i i, I do incorporate it in my in my daily life too i read people's behavior if, if if I if I get the feeling you don't feel too enthused about talking to me when I text you or call you, guess what? The next time we're gonna talk is gonna be, be because you called me, or you decided that you wanted to text me. Yeah. But I gravitate to the people that that show me the love. Like I hadn't talked to my cousin in a while. I saw him in my job a couple weeks ago, and you would have thought we didn't miss a beat. It's just that love. That's why I like I, I call him consistently. We talk consistently. But I'm not, I'm not gonna go above and beyond to to gravitate to people that really don't have my best interests in mind and as well as I do too. So true. That don't make sense to me. And that is exactly why. That's why I'm like, I, 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 like even with my kids, man, I see the same people every year when they have a birthday. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's the same people, and you know why that's important to me when I see those people because I understand it's not about me. They love my family. Right, we invite people around. They love my family, and that's why that's important. When you love my family, I respect you, and you're a part of my family. I don't care how how dumb you, what dumb stuff you do. I I don't care like if 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 your your vision of life don't align with mine's, it's not going. It's never going to change. But I know you love my kids though, right? Yeah. I, and I pay attention to that. And I tell you one person. One person you y'all really ain't favor of, right? Yeah, why Slim don't do what he's supposed to do all the time, but I see the way he react to my daughter. Even when we need to rely on our village. That type of stuff goes far for me. So like even if he ain't doing what he's supposed to do as that that uh, man, you feel me? Yeah. I look at my I my daughter ain't gonna gravitate to nobody that's a, a dirt ball. Yeah. And I and I see that I sit back and I, I just observe. That's all I do sometimes. Sometimes I sit and I just observe. And my kids sometimes will tell me who I need to be around and who I don't need to be around. Or who we well, need to be around and we don't need to be around. And that's judgment, the truest thing. They have thing. a better judgment. Yeah. Like, and, and I also understand like we all have a life and, and we all have responsibilities. But it should never in your life get to the point that you can't um, you can't check on or rely on the people that you knew was a part of your upbringing. 
And this is why I don't want a funeral. Because if you ain't rocking with me, I'm laugh. And don't I don't even want to feel like that. Yeah, but don't, don't, yeah, that's exactly. If I die Absolutely 30 years not. from now and I ain't seen you in 20, cremate me and don't, go don't about your that, business. Don't, don't come around now acting like we cool now because I already right. know the vibes. I don't need your fake And I want tears. my family to know the vibes. Absolutely and I want my kids not. to know the vibes. But that's why so much now I rely on God because I like sometimes it's dark, man, when you ain't got nobody to depend on and you can't go to none of your your friends where maybe that conversation you want to have, is you just need a brother or somebody to lean on. The, the, what's supposed to be the sandbox? Yeah, <laughs> like like folks don't understand sometimes we go through Kitty some litter. of the situations, right? And um, yeah, I had this thing, man, that I wanted to end the podcast with, right? And I don't know how my wife, you know, want to end her part of the podcast. But I was thinking about when I was in a car, man, a year ago, man. I I I, I found out where folks value money over loyalty. Or okay. or, or folks mm-hmm. value uh folks value uh being in charge over friendship. And I watched how how that that situation was deteriorated by by ego and all that other good stuff and 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 i and i and i started to think about it and i continue to always think about it man and i tell my wife like even when we take those l's right in life right it's not it's not those type of things where we gotta like feel like um that's something that's gonna stick with us uh long term it's only just like a momentarily thing in life right you take that those those are like experience and you you supposed to grow from them Right, and I and I, and even with her, like man, you know, things may not go the way you want them in the moment, right? But like, you just gotta trust the process, man. Because when you when you when you got a good heart, right, and you and you and you give you you treat people the right way, man, man, God gonna always bless you ten times more than that failure, or ten times more than that letdown, or ten times more than that setback, you know. You ain't got to put it out there for social media and be like, man, you know what, God, you don't did this to me. You don't did that to me. You don't, I don't did this. Things don't happen to me. But, you know, I'm going to be better than I was. And you can say that, but what actions are you putting in front of you to make you better than where you were? How you treat people on the daily, right? How do you, how do you react when, like, you're going through some of the tough times? Or, shoot, how do you react when you're running into a, a butthole, you know, that's giving you, like, so much negative energy are you matching energy or are you being like, man, Slim, it don't got to be like this. Or Slim, it don't got to be like that. Like, all that stuff, man, play a role into this, man. So, like, positivity is important to me. Even, like, even even when I'm having, like, not the best day. But, yeah. Yeah, man. There you have it. <laughs> I don't need to say nothing after that. Yeah. Positive vibes. It's, it's always gotta be positive vibes, man. And you know, doing what you doing what's best for you and what's best for your family. But thank you for listening to another episode of MTMJ Podcast with the wife. Um Yo. make sure you go subscribe wherever you can subscribe to the podcast. Please like, rate share, review, man. Give us a comment, comment. short line. Just telling Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you can, wherever you listen to the podcast, what you think of the podcast. Let's get some comments. Man, you know. I be seeing the comments, man, and I really appreciate it. You don't share it. with me? I just showed you one. I just told you one last week from, from last episode. I, oh, yeah, but I'm talking about. I, I do. I, I tell you. The you one. just tell me something. You don't tell me old. I will, but I'll tell you. Um. Yeah, subscribe on YouTube, man. Go to the merch store, get your merch. Um, I want to thank everybody that's been listening to the new, I mean, on the new platform. I mean, we really appreciate it. New platform, same vibes, though, you know. And um, this has been episode 88. We out. Peace.